I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's, it's warm in here because I'm telling you, they're doing everything they can. They're like, I think there's like they put a block in the air conditioning thing. My computer doesn't work. I'm telling you, this is a concerted effort. You sound like- <laughs> it's a conspiracy. You Who sound, do I sound like? You sound like a... The person you took over for <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> 11 years ago. I just don't get paid as much. That's Wait, 11 time. years ago? So you're hitting the 11th mark. Yeah, I'm going to start coming here with a laser thermometer. <laughs> yeah, and if it's right. not the right temperature, they, I'm out of here. They used to point it right at the ceiling. <laughs> I've heard the wild. stories. You going to start I'll, bringing your briefcase full of money, too? I'm going to tell you, I'm not a hater. I mean, <laughs> With one, a handcuff. Uh-huh. Here, start the tangent. Start the tangent. It's the tangent with the Fred Show. Giving you all the shit. We couldn't talk about on air. I'm not a hater about the guy that 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 came before me. One, I never met him. Two, because I got the job because the, I, I don't know what happened. But thanks for the job. Uh, it's worked out rather well for me. Wait, I feel like you indirectly got the job because of me. Because weren't we beating the guy really bad when I was at the old place? You, yes, you and were then beating they him. You, you were in. beating him. You can take credit. I'll allow so that. There you go. Yeah, but then <laughs> and I then, and then vice versa. Boom, I boom. I was gonna say, in <laughs> in fairness, in fairness, <laughs> I was your biggest cheerleader. True facts. And a lot yeah. of people didn't like me for being as big of a cheerleader as I was, but so it worked out. Facts. And yeah. you know what? You wound up on the winning team. The all stars all wound up together. Look at this room full of talent and vigor. <laughs> Piss and vinegar. Hey, look at me. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. This is what winning I- looks like. <laughs> okay, settle down, Tarek. Yeah. You're not that guy, all right? You're not that guy. You're not that guy. Look no, at it's, me. It's true. But Are they the- listening, though? Because they just got cool right now. Who's oh, I, I thought this was going on the radio no. right now. I was like, who's listening? Yeah. What? But the truth is there are some, some pretty legendary stories about the guy that, that came before me. And I, I you know, I got to respect the, the divaness. I really do. I mean, dude got paid. The dude got paid. You come in here, I guess, with a supposedly with a laser thermometer. 
and he would shoot it at the wall. And if the temperature was above whatever his threshold was, he'd just leave. <gasps> he'd leave and tell him, I'm, I'm not. What? This is part of the reason why you kicked his ass because he didn't what? attend very yeah. often. Um, one day. Laser, yeah. laser gun that would shoot the would tell you the temperature in the room. And these weren't and bits. If it wasn't to a oh, setting. Like a thermometer. Type yeah, and he would leave. Yeah. Is this a real story? No, these, it is a these hundred percent true story. And these weren't I lived bits. through it myself. Like he wasn't doing this for the radio. Like this apparently is just what it. And then I guess, uh, and I, I wasn't here, so I don't know anything about. it. I guess one day he thought the banks were going to shut down, so he came in with a briefcase with two hundred thousand dollars in it or something. With a, uh, it was handcuffed, handcuffed to, to his, his arm. Wrist. Mm-hmm. What? Do you know what else he used to do? And these are all things that people have told me. These is not. Like directly from other people's mouths who witnessed it, he um he used to make engineer Karen print out his pay stub because he what? didn't know how to do it, um and it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars. I, I supposedly, I'm not per, ask her about but that, but really? he would make an engineer print it out for him and bring it to him. Oh so they got, I guess they could see how much he made. Yeah. I don't. Anyway, shout out, ass, man. Wow, Here's the yeah. thing: if I pulled any of these antics, I'd get fired. Yeah. So you know, oh the, the and then full circle, like you leaving there. Got him another job too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! How did that go? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know what? You guys are all connected. <laughs> I had no part in him. Not then. Right. Right. Right, right. Right. No, you that know. was us again. Yeah, yeah. that was. Us you again. know what? It's, it's all good. That never, never met idea. the guy. I don't know. I got nothing but love. Trust me, my life changed. Uh, completely. I mean, my. It. You know, I'm not. I'm not I don't mean to say someone else's failure was my success but i think we made our own success but nonetheless it that changed my life the ability to come here so whatever everything happens for a reason and i wish everyone well but those are some stories that i just you know i would never get away with that if i came in here with a laser thermometer and said i'm not working because it's too hot they'd say well then you're working outside now because you don't work here anymore like we would all just walk out like we wouldn't stand with that uh, well if you came in here with a briefcase full of two hundred thousand dollars you wouldn't be living with that either friend i know that that door gonna lock and i'm gonna saw your hand off oh my gosh whoa (laughs) (laughs) wow i might just come in with a briefcase tomorrow just to see where the saw is located (laughs) rubia pulls out a makita He's going to take my car keys and here we Forget go. Forget it. Yeah, they give them away down the hall over there. Chainsaws yeah. over there. No, that's true. They got them over there. Yeah. You know what's funny is you talk a big game, but you're one of the most loyal people I've ever known. Oh, so you, yeah. you say you yes. cut my hand off and you would probably, but you'd get me like a prosthetic. You'd, you'd replace yeah. it with some I'd of the money. I'd cut you off 20 grand out of, of your own briefcase. Money. <laughs> He'd leave your taxi money to get home. Here's your tax money. <laughs> my own money. You guys had an idea about, uh, you know, because Chauvin Shelley was talking about her bachelor party, bachelorette party yeah. on the show today. And it's interesting because I, I'm kind of of the same mindset that you are, maybe for different reasons. But I remember a, a buddy of mine that we used to hang out in my late 20s, early 30s, and he owned a bar. And so it was all that stuff. It was, you mm-hmm. know, just like sit at the bar and bottle of makers and just shot after shot and it, girls and the whole thing. And, and so he got married and I said, well, what are we doing for your bachelor party? And he's like, what, what could we possibly, what, not done? what can we possibly do in a weekend that you and I haven't, haven't done, done for the past five years? It's like, this is so, so he wound up not doing one, but it, what it would have been is probably the most chill. He probably would have gone the other way. Yeah, he probably yeah. would have gone to like some spa somewhere mm-hmm. and, and done the exact opposite. Of what we've been doing for the past decade, <laughs> like a bachelor party for me would be pointless. It's like, let's go someplace and do nothing because 
mm-hmm. going to clubs and strip clubs or spending a bunch, and it would just be a waste of. It's, right. That's what I've been doing well, for the I best. I thought about that. It's very expensive to like accommodate many people at a spa. It really <laughs> is expensive. Oh, yeah. Expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. But what do you care? They got to pay for you, don't they? Uh, it's like 200 well, I guess percent. technically, but yeah, but still, yeah, I like, you couldn't would feel even. Bad. Yeah, I couldn't even make people do that. And then also, too, the fact that like for me, and maybe too, it's because I'm so introverted, but the people who have like weekend long bachelorette parties and there's like all these activities all weekend i also i'm afraid i'm gonna be very tired after my just day long bachelorette party like i that boggles my mind too but kaylin had it she had a good idea and and shelly maybe more so for you because well we're older than kaylin but um if i get married and have a bachelor party it's gonna be in europe or something Mm -hmm. because everybody who they're gonna they're gonna pay me back for what i paid for theirs with interest yeah like we're going we're going big because i've gone destination weddings i've spent thousands of dollars to get to mexico going to croatia that's what what i'm saying on a pj we're we're going on net jets baby like yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. oh no yeah exactly But but think about all the things you could do to get back at people. Like you, your idea, Rufio. It was so good. It oh, was. Yeah. So like, Kaylin's been in a lot of weddings. Been a bridesmaid in a lot of weddings. So she should take all those bridesmaids' dresses and make the the people that she wore in yes. the wedding, like the 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 people at the, yeah, the her brides, bachelor the party, brides, yeah. wear them. Yep. Oh, I so they're gonna it. wear every oh. fucking dress. Yeah. <laughs> I had to wear, and yeah. I'm gonna look hot. And my right. Wear me yeah. Like, yeah. like this was the this know, was the dress yeah. from your wedding. You're wearing this. This is your dress. They're wearing a bunch of like, like stuck with ugly gowns, like <laughs> off pink sheer <laughs> I know. BS off yeah. shoulder. I was in a turquoise dress for one wedding. I was a maid of honor, and I was like, "This is the ugliest dress I'll ever have to wear in my life." My sister didn't make any. I think she said like maybe picked a shade or a color I and said everybody wear. Most of my friends did that for me. Like they gave me a shade or designer, and then I could pick my own. So I don't. I I actually really like a lot of my dresses, but <laughs> I do think the idea is hilarious of having them in that or something and. I also don't, and maybe this is unpopular, and and maybe it's just I don't know because I've been single for so long, and I wouldn't do it necessarily. But the idea of okay, I'm getting married, so my buddies and I we're gonna go away now without you for my final hurrah. Like I, it doesn't appeal to me. I never got it either, to be honest with you. Like I was thinking of maybe not even doing a bachelorette thing, but then my sister and friends they like insisted. Yeah. Like, no, you have to do it. I don't really get it either. And I always thought too, maybe I'd do like a joint thing. Like, yeah, I would just. Would- and I know it sounds corny because I think there's a cliche to like the idea that sometimes people do joint because one of the other doesn't trust yeah, one of the happens, other, or it's yeah. like a control thing. But I can I can see myself being like, let's do a pre. A pre-wedding, like a pre-celebration. yeah, that would like be fun too. like my closest friends. Bring your spouses. That's We're gonna what go, I was thinking. and it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. It's just like, I, honestly, if I'm gonna go to, I don't know, the Bahamas or Mexico or someplace cool and get hammered, I guess I'd prefer my fiance say so I can get laid. That's very true. So you know how I'm planning my wedding? I'm not even engaged. Yes, that's a part of it. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend Javi, we talked about yeah. this. We want to do oh like a, a big thing with all the bridesmaids and the groomsmen. And just do like Mexico, like Cancun yeah. or Miami, something just like fun. Yeah. yeah. Why not your head? I'm just saying, man, ain't gonna agree to that. He, well, this is his idea. No. Oh. He was down. I was like, I like that because all my girls will be there, his guys will be there, and, you know, we can get late at night. 
I'm just, and it's not the, it's not the only reason, but I'm, I, well, here's what I can see. You know, you're, you're getting married, so you're super excited about this person, at least for the next, you know, five to ten years. Oh, and, and you're really excited about them then. So you're in Mexico, and you're hammered with your buddies, and you're, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon, and you're like, I kind of wish that person were here, because it would be more fun. Yeah. And I get, I get that, you know. I can see know, both sides. There is something, to just like eating really fattening food with your girls on the floor at like four, you know, I mean, there is something. It. it depends on the group and everything, but I really feel grateful for the time. The mandatory time that I have to spend with my good friends because you get into weird shit if you're not getting laid. You know, you, you well, get into true. weird dance parties and we had wigs <laughs> at our last one. You know, I so I can see both sides, but whatever yeah. the couple decides is cool. I don't have a problem either way. The only problem I have is, and we've heard it on the show before over the years, is where one or the other wants to have their own thing. And then the the you know spouse to be puts the kibosh on that and says no, I need to be there, and it's more of a That's trust slash yeah. control thing. Oh. Now that I don't dig. You know, I would want to marry somebody who's like, if you guys want to go off and be idiots, and that's fine. But oh, if I'm yeah. going to spend big dough on a cool, relaxing vacation, I mean, I've done 20 years of being alone. Like, I may as well bring the, may as well bring yeah. the folks with us and have a good time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I also feel like as you get older, it's like less of a, a big deal. To your point, maybe because you've already done everything in your twenties, so it's like, yeah. right? I don't what know. What other drunken thing have you you done? Like, yeah, it's all been I, done. Yeah, I don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to go get. You know, I don't know. I'm hammered with guy my boys again. We've done that for twenty years, and yeah. go to a club again, and I don't know. It just yeah. it seems kind of silly. It's a lure a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Is there any? Do you think they'll embarrass you at all? Is there anything they're going to try and do? I don't do? think so. I, I really, I think they know no penis. Paraphernalia. So you have to what? wear a veil? No, I don't think so. Not, a, not even a penis that says love? You can't even have a penis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about a penis that says love? I don't think There's so. a sex shop near where you guys are going to brunch. Oh, is there? That's great. Yeah, you could go in there and get yourself a little treat for Mr. Love. I probably wouldn't, but. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not going to make you carry around like a well, blow up doll or something. <laughs> no. I, not that I know of. You guys know my friends, kind of. Show Ms. Shelley's Bachelorette Party, sponsored by TJ's on Hubbard right. Street or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> TJ's. River North. Yeah. Next to the bookstore. Like, that is. Paris. Yeah, hub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paris. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard so many stories about that place. I always mm-hmm. go in there after I go to Paris. Well, I mean, I haven't been to a club in a million years since the, the it, panoramic, look, I'm not but. trying to start anything, but there's there's got to be a reason why. There is a sex shop in the in the highest rent heart, district yeah. in all of Chicago. Well, you think that Let Us Entertain You hasn't tried to buy that building a hundred times, tear it down, and put a restaurant? Yeah, there's some, there's something going. On. I don't know. I don't uh, know what, what it is. I'm not trying to start anything, but there. I mean, I remember when I first mm-hmm. moved to Chicago, and I'm like, fancy club, fancy right. restaurant, fancy this, Adult fancy that, bookstore. and then a porn store. <laughs> like, huh? They know their audience. Well, yeah, but the other thing is that place appears to be thriving. It's been there forever. And like, who is, I mean, maybe I'm wrong about this, but who is really going into a porn store in River North to get porn? I mean, any you can buy any of that stuff in a nondescript box. It shows up to your home. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> anyway, good for them. Good for them. Whatever business they're into, I'd like to be in that business, I think. I'd like to be friends with those people. Um yeah. What yeah. was like the? Have you been on a lot of bachelor parties? Like, what was the wildest? Well, I know the story of where you like went. I only to the made wrong it. Room. I made it an hour and a half. No, where he bought another hotel. Yeah. Room. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Um, but yeah, has anything a, really wild? I happened? made it an hour and a half on the first day. Oh, wow. I talked to. I texted with Man Cow, which was a random day. Um, he told what? me if I came to his house that he would shoot me, and then uh, that's a true story. Is this a part of the bachelor party? Or? This is wild. This no, it was it was oh. uh, just a random day. I <laughs> it went was to Man Cow's bachelor yeah, party. I was like- <laughs> this is a true story. I went to Nashville for a bachelor party. I was a day late. They went on Thursday, so I flew in because I had to work. 
I meet them at I check into my hotel, put my stuff away. I I go to the bar on Broadway that where they were. In and Nashville, so we're drinking. Yeah, yeah what did I say? No, no, you're right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and so we're having a good old time. A bachelorette party from Chicago walks in mm, and they're like, Hey Fred. And it just so happens. And I'm like, Oh hey. I wind up buying a bottle of Fireball, and you can't buy the bottle. So I bought the bottle, but they had it behind the bar. Right. And then about 10 of us just went through and polished this thing off. Not even 10, maybe five. Polished, oh, shot, wow. shot, 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 shot. And then at the same time, my agent texts me and goes, um, hey, I represent Mancal. Have you guys ever met up? And I'm like, no, give me his number. So I'm texting Yikes. him out of my mind hammered. God. And I'm like, hey, it's." And he, I guess he, he knew that I was going to text him. Or he thought I thought he did. Uh-huh. So I'm like, hey, it's Fred. And he writes me back, oh, my God, Fred, uh, you know, big fan, a lot of respect for your work. And, like, I'm having a party this weekend. I would love it if you'd come to my home. I've never met this guy. I've never talked mm-hmm. to him. Now, I'm a big fan of his. It was, you know, he's had a lot of success in Chicago. Um, and, and so... I, I texted back. I'm like, Cal, I've I've never met you. Like, I, I you, you, Fred, do you know who you're talking? And he goes, Fred Winston, right? <laughs> he met the, the legend from WLS days, like you know, oh, the gotcha. 70s and 80s in yeah. Chicago. Fred uh-huh. Winston's a Chicago radio legend. Yes. And I wrote, No, 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 Fred from Kiss. And he wrote me back, and I quote, If you come to my home, I'll shoot you. <laughs> That's what he said. How to frame that on the wall? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's crazy. Still a fan, by the way. I mean, okay. I know he's gotten kind of right wing and weird, but I, you know, I don't know anyone. <laughs> anyone who can uh, make the kind of money he did and uh, it lasted a long time. Have a menu item at Las Carolas. He does. Mm-hmm. What's that? What did you do to him to make him hate you? Well, I don't think anything. I just, I've never met him. I don't know how he could hate me. He was. He goes catfishing, Fred. He was catfishing Mancow. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I was, I was pretending I was a 70-year-old man and <laughs> living his best life. Fred Winston, by the way, lives in like uh, Michigan or something and, and tweets about raising or growing tomatoes and stuff. Like, that's that's what I hope my life becomes. Me too. I hope I like can last two decades in Chicago, be considered a legend, um, and then retire to grow tomatoes. And that's the best part of my day is if I go outside and my garden looks good. I would love a life like that. I like that. to grow blueberries, too. I think. Ooh, blueberries. Like berries. Yeah. I can see myself growing my own weed as well. Um, I can see <laughs> that just being sister. my life. You know, a little, little little maybe lake house on like a lake that a lot of people don't go to. Mm-hmm. Maybe a nice little pontoon boat or something. You know, grow my own weed, my own tomatoes. You can come over and have tomato and weed salad. Yeah, I was going to say. You know? <laughs> tomato soup. No, the cops come. No, it's just, that's salad. just basil, man. It's tomato right. and basil, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, we got to start Oregano, baby. Like, I was once something in Chicago. Wink, wink. Let me go. They'll be like, no, you're, you're selling it. <laughs> Weed. No. No. no, no. Uh, Come to that my would house, be the, I will the life you. to live. But no, that, yeah, that, yeah. what about you? What's your, uh, Kaylin, you've got to have one. I think that was my craziest. Um, I, uh, I'm trying to think of the craziest. Like sometimes I don't really remember. <laughs> um, my poor, one of my friends, like we, we were in New Orleans and we went to a male strip club, which I have never been to a male strip club. I've only been to female strip clubs and they knew she was the bride and they set something special up for her. And the things that I saw these, these three men do to her, I felt so bad. She was wearing a loose dress and they were flipping her up and they were blowing in her parts. And it oh was, my. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You think she enjoyed it? I think she was a really good sport is what I think. And I was kind of mortified when we put her, like, I I mean, I, I'm not a prude. It was like, whoa. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've done. It's been so long, thank goodness, that I've been on one. My group got into a fight at, in Nashville. With my That's friends what I want to hear. Really? Tell me about a fight. 
I obviously I didn't do any fighting. I was really uh, no, which surprises me. You he probably did a lot it. of. You I did was, a lot, I was yeah. talking, a lot of talking. Yes, yeah. correct. I mean, it You're was for person. it was for my, I am that person. <laughs> it was for my best friend's bachelor party. We were in Nashville and we stuck out like sore thumbs. We were we were on Broadway drinking up and then Nashville. we were going back to our hotel room, which is right next to a Wendy's and. Uh, these two dudes came out of the the hotel and were like talking smack to one of my friends. And there's like 12 dudes. Like these two guys were at the wrong hotel and they coming out of the bar because they were just drinking. And then they said something to my friend. And of course it escalated. And next thing I know, these dudes are getting pounded on the ground. And I'm like, Oh, Wendy's. And I walked to Wendy's. Wendy's? Wow. I, walked, I walked to Wendy's and they were all fighting. And then I don't know. Then the two brothers got into a fight because they were. They were mad on who beat up who better. I was just like, I was like, you guys are fighting oh, about no. who landed more punches on yeah. a guy. And I was like, whatever. That actually happened to us, too. You reminded me. There was a bachelor party, like a huge brawl yeah. in Vegas. And, of course, all my friends were standing back. And I jumped right in the middle of the fight to try to break it up. And I was bruised all over. Wow. Yeah, I always jump into fights. I'm the opposite yeah, of Rufio. Yeah, I was going to say, we're the Rufio opposite. Yeah, the I try to stop it. Like- yeah, no, like, I, you know, I, I talk a lot of smack. And then, yep. and then I pick pockets later. That's yeah. what your brother <laughs> told me. He's like, yeah, he would start the fights. And then I would have to fight them. Yeah, like, that doesn't surprise I've me got at all. A, I've no. got kicked out of a uh, barley corn a couple times. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you guys were in line oh, yeah. and he started that fight. He started a fight. That, that was, was after MJ's wedding. I didn't start a fight. That guy denied us entry, Fred. To a bar yeah. that happens sometimes, right? No, you, you haven't heard this story. Well, <laughs> no. if you've been listening for a while, you've heard this story. I haven't story. heard this story. Oh yeah. All right. It so was we're, it was after MJ's wedding. We're at a wedding. Yes. The former producer and. You're welcome. Yeah. And I didn't take a date because I was at the time kind of messing around. You were with making out with. I got a picture of you making I, out I with saw her. That picture of you with, guys uh, making out. With, that's was, a funny I, picture. The, the brides. I had, I had kind of dated her briefly. Yes. I think now she's, she's married now. Married with kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh God, I got that picture. Yes. I haven't seen or heard or anything about. Yeah. I, okay, I've so moved on from that time in my life. Yes. Anyway, mm-hmm. so so. The wedding's over, and we're in River North. We're down Streeterville. We're downtown. We, uh, the wedding was, yeah, in Streeterville, and we went next door to that bar. Right. We were drinking at that bar. And so I text, so we decide we're going to go to Underground. Correct. Uh, it's you and me. And, that was, and Jess. And mm-hmm. Jess, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I, and at the time, I was okay with Billy Deck, I guess, or whatever. So I text Billy Deck, and I say, hey, who owns Underground? I said, hey, uh, can I... Get into underground. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I never go there, but I don't. I don't want to wait in line. And he's because the line's long. He said, "No problem. Like go there. They know you're coming. You don't have to wait in line. You can sit at my table." Cool. Nice. Uh, oh, there's another part of that story too, by the way, that I think you may or may not remember. So I, oh, I remember the whole night. So, I was hammered. <laughs> so we go to underground, and there's these two very large men at the door, the security, sure. and it's a huge line. Classic. Uh-huh. And I go, t- and Rufio and Jess are behind me, and I go, and I, I, I don't like doing that. I, you guys know me. I don't uh-huh. like doing stuff like this. But I really don't. You have to. You have to. I'm not. Wow. Otherwise, you'd oh be there God. forever. I always have to text someone there. Yeah. And by the way, it's not just like quote unquote people who think they're like you know have notoriety or on the radio. I mean, like everybody no. thinks they know somebody there. It's always a hookup, right? Right. So I go to the front of the line and I go, hey. Guys, um, you know, Billy sent me, and it, before I could even get the story out, the guy goes, I don't give a fuck who you are, get in the back of the line. He goes, We're not doing that tonight. Yeah. He goes, oh. And Fred's like taking out his business card. He's like, But I'm Fred. Like, and talk I go, to Billy. Here's he goes, the text, We're, not, and he we're goes, not doing that tonight. He goes, Get to the back There's of the line. Such there and I go, oh. Okay. 
All right, and so Rufio's kind of, I'm like, eh, No, whatever. no, no. So we end up leaving. No, we no went- I, I'm, I'm okay. getting to that part. But like what I'm saying is we didn't do anything about it then. So right. we go down the street to Roca Corps. Yes. And we go oh in there. Oh my God, bougie night. Well, no, just because I my fr- my friend Ben and uh, yeah. Billy yeah. and we all those guys We had a drink at the bar there. there. I just, I just, I don't go there because I'm bougie. I go there because they're my friends and Jorge and all those guys. So, mm-hmm. so we, um, and then Billy texts me and mm-hmm. goes, are you going to show up or not? Like, where are you? The guys say you're not there. I'm like, well... I did go, and I, they told me I couldn't come in. And he's like, no, 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 no. Go back right now. <laughs> he wasn't there. He's like, go back right now. Go back right now. Go back. So we go back, and at this point now, mm-hmm. it's those same guys, some other guys, oh, and God. then the manager. Yep. Oh, and he's God, standing so there. So, so we go up, and the manager goes, hey, man, I'm really sorry this happened. Rufio and Jess are behind me. Um, which of these guys denied you entry? And these are very large men <gasps> in suits, very large men. And because he's, he's saying, like, Billy wants to know. He wants to know which mm-hmm. one of these guys was an asshole to you. Mm-hmm. And they're both looking at me like, don't do it. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I go, hey, I don't I don't want to. I'm not trying to start anything. It's a misunderstanding. Like, let's just go in. And Rufio goes, it was that one. Over Fred's back. Over my back. He's just like, jumping. no, Fred. No, we already had a night. Yeah. It was that guy. And he points at the guy. The guy, got fired. the guy got fired on the spot. And he fired him on the spot. That's fucked oh up. No, that's fucked up. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, you don't even fight people. So first of all, you don't even, yeah, no, don't no, even go no, there. No, no, no. You, were, you don't know what that guy's fight, capable of. Right. That's scary. Yeah. But no. also, I, I wasn't gonna go there, but but the guy was a dick. I'm yeah, not happy he got. I'm not happy he got fired. No, they all are. I though. didn't want, but I didn't so want funny. any of it. I just wanted to go in the club. All he had to do was listen to us the first time. But see, okay, in their defense, they get that shit all the time. He, yeah. was, he was an asshole to you about it, though. For he sure. could be like, "Let me check," or like, "Hey, like." Yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm not happy about the outcome. I didn't yeah. want it. Okay. The other part of that story, though, is that I was. God, this was, these were wild days. I was also sort of messing around with a bottle girl there, mm-hmm. and I'm not As saying this. I'm not saying this to be. That's why boastful, but like I left you guys there. I left yes. the club, and so and we had and Billy was cool. We had a bottle, we had the whole deal, and and I left, Damn. and I I don't know. I just there were because at this point there were more people there at our right, table. There was more, we were actually hanging out. They were doing auditions for MasterChef, and we were hanging out with <laughs> them. I was and I love Matt and I love MasterChef, and they were we were hanging out with the producers of the casting crew of MasterChef. They were all wearing hoodies. I have a picture of me was wearing. Gordon Ramsay there? No, he wasn't oh, there. Okay. But okay. I was like I have not hyping up part. like I love Gordon Ramsay, and they were like they were uh, they were in Chicago because Graham Elliott used to be yes. on the show. Yes. So they all had like hoodies on, like MasterChef hoodies, and I recognize it. So we're sitting there drinking like that, and then yeah, Fred left. And then I ended up passing out at Billy's table and got kicked out. So then the next morning, <laughs> I'm texting with this girl who's also married with kids. Now, everyone's married oh. with kids, and, except for me. And kids. I'm like, hey, I was really kind of faded last night. I'm like, was there a bill? And she goes, there was no bill, but nobody tipped either. <gasps> Oh, so I so wind bad. up, I wind up getting this girl's phone number, the bottle waitress, uh-huh. calling her. She, I guess that was her last night, and she'd moved to Michigan. Oh. I got her home address and wrote what? her a check. Oh my god! Wrote oh. her a check yeah. and put it in an envelope and mailed it to her. Oh, oh that's you're nice. so nice. Because I'm no, because that's I'm like right none of do. you fuckers paid yeah. for anything, and I felt like such a dick. So I actually, I, I like somewhere in Michigan or something, Wisconsin. I, yeah, I don't know. She's like, I, don't, I live in Madison now. I'm like, all right, right. personal check. From Christopher, and here was the money, and then I said yeah. I felt so yeah. bad. But yeah, that I, I fell asleep that. at the at the in the in the booth. 
while the Master Chef auditions are happening in underground. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, they that, weren't what? happening. They were just hanging oh. out there. They were just like partying. Oh, like the show was over and they were gotcha. the rap party, okay. and then they were just hanging out there. And then I got kicked out. And then we get a taxi, and I end up throwing up in the taxi and paying fifty dollars to the taxi well, driver. At least you paid for something. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> so that bouncer deserved to be fired. And though. by the way, I this hate bouncers with those kind of I don't think he did. dick energy. Who fired it? Did like that manager so. right the there manager fire him? And then, mm. and, but then, because Billy wanted to know, he's just like, oh, "We're gonna let you in, but you gotta let us know who." Mm. who and then, the, fired then it. the who, next who day, he texted guy. me. He said, "Hey, I looked at the surveillance camera. I know who it was, and we took care of it." I'm like, I, "Billy, I don't, you know." I, I don't care. Anyway, he was doing he well, was doing okay. what was he right for his business. Footage, I don't yeah. know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I have no idea that person's story or what it was. The guy was a total jackass. And mm-hmm. but I also I will say he was, on yeah. the other side, I'm sure that to our to what you guys were saying before, if you work at a club, yeah. every single person knows somebody wants to I come know. to the front of the now the granted owner. when you drop the owner's name and you have a text, you might want to investigate that right. before you tell someone Hear to F up. But whatever. But I don't know if you ever heard this story, Kaylin, because it involves someone that we're both very close with. But you brought up strip clubs. I'm gonna add to my eleven stories. Yeah. I think I have twelve stories now. Big day. Dang. But this friend of mine, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you, you probably know what I'm talking about. I feel like I do. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to get too far with it, but you know him well. Okay. We were in Miami together, uh, and oh, uh-huh. we were with another guy who he had a relationship with who had a house in Miami, and we're at the Fountain Blue. <laughs> and oh, I know who. This dude is, was crazy, and he was like, hey, let's go to strip club. Uh-huh. And oh, is it the he, friend that I think he, it is? Yeah, <laughs> and he and I, and so my my close friend, probably one of my best friends, and I were like, we want to go because this guy who we were going with was like Mister Miami. They're like, not friends anymore. I know, I okay. know, which is why I'm not saying any yeah. specifics. But it was yep. this guy was big money, like Mister Miami, just big flashy money, insane human. Yeah, and so we go to the strip club. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, you know, we go. He goes back to his house, and we go back to the hotel. And the next morning, uh, we have to go to the airport. It's like ten o'clock. And my buddy gets a text from this guy, from Big Money, who goes, hey, <laughs> I left my Lambo at <gasps> the Fountain Blue. It's out in Oops. front. Can you bring it to me? <laughs> and my friend is like, no, I, dude, I'm, I got to catch my flight. You know, Fred and I are, are going to go to the airport right now. He goes, no problem. And I think my flight was before his, so I'd already left. So I'm hearing about this secondhand. He goes, no problem. Just drive the Lambo to the airport and leave it somewhere uh-huh. with the keys in it, and <laughs> I'll come get it. And my friend is like, I don't, what, I don't know, what, I don't know, yeah. I can't do that. He goes, just take it somewhere, anywhere near the airport, yeah. leave it and take a picture of it, and I'll come get it later. What? So wow. my buddy drives the car to a random parking lot near the Miami International Airport. Oh he God. then gets out of the Lambo and calls this guy one more time and goes, dude, your $300,000 car is sitting here. What do you want me to do with the keys? He goes, just put them under the tire or something. That's I'll come I get do. it later. Oh, my God. And my dude left... a a Lambo with the keys in the parking lot near the airport and I guess the dude came you know later in the day and picked up his car didn't really care though he's wild he like the friend like drives through the airport on a Segway and like has all Louis like he's just like traveling with him is in like Uh, but I've never yeah He's like, I remember my friend called yeah. me. He's like, I'm driving dude's Lambo to a yeah. random airport parking lot right now. His wife is amazing. Like, That's a weird picture to yeah. see that person too driving yeah. a Lambo. Like, <laughs> but I'll never forget that. It was like, what are you going to do with the keys? Just, I, I'm leaving them in the car. 
I guess the guy he just could care he couldn't yeah. care less. Steal yes. the car, I'll come get it later. I just don't care. It's disposable. Yeah. I'd have drove that thing all the way home. Uh, of course you would. Have. <laughs> I mean, I'd have been like, where's the store? Where's the storage locker I can rent around here? Yeah. Yeah. I just remember, like, well, what you do? I with- left it here, bro. I left it here. <laughs> yeah. It's gone now. Not I don't surprised. know. What you do with the keys, man? He goes, they're in the car. Yeah. Like, you've got to be kidding me. It wasn't even like lock them in the car. It was like I don't have another set, so just leave them. I wonder how he's doing. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> now I, I'm gonna check Lambo's. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that uh, that was no, uh, that yeah, was my. And then I guess the last that was the second to last time I was at a strip club. The last time I was at a strip club, uh, we were on the radio in Greensboro, mm-hmm. and so I went to visit the market in Greensboro, and they took me to the strip club by the airport. You know, classic. Mm-hmm. Um, was it and when you threw out the first pitch out there? I threw a first pitch out at a <laughs> at, at a, a strip club. At a, Mine, a uh, Winston Salem right dash game. The dash game, yep. Oh. And then the rock station was like, the, the strip club advertised for the rock station, so they take me there, and they gave us the table and the whole thing, and I just, and we didn't pay for anything, so I paid these strippers, I gave them money, I said, I don't want you, don't dance, just don't sit here and- me. Sit here and drink our booze and talk to me because I, I have a million <laughs> questions. That's a true story. Yeah. And so I asked the girl, I go, so what's the deal with the back room? The private room. And the she champagne goes, room. Yeah. She goes, you're not going to believe me. They're very articulate, this person. She goes, you're not going to believe me. She goes, but 95% of the time, men pay me to listen to them. Literally just to talk and I listen, like therapy. Wow. I, I sit there, they'll buy me a drink, and, and we're sitting feet apart from each other, and they're just talking. Yeah. And I'm listening. And that's it. That's all that happens. In Canada, so when you're when you're from Detroit for your nineteenth birthday, you go to Canada. To Windsor? It's, yeah, it's legal to drink there. Yeah. That's like the tradition. Um so for my nineteenth birthday, we went there, we went to Cheetah's, which is a very famous strip club there. And my douchebag friends, like Bought me a lap dance in the private room by myself, and I was like this little nineteen-year-old, and and there was more, a lot more going on in there than just talking. Yeah, yeah. And I was like up against this like velvet wall, like oh god, talking to the stripper, like what's your name, what's your sign? <laughs> oh god, what time were you born? Yeah, <laughs> literally. How's that I poutine her. here? Is it poutine? Right. Girl? <laughs> I'm like. Huh, yeah. Did they put the weird cloth over your lap? So they didn't. That's not a rule there. That was. I no. went to Toronto and. Uh, and my buddy, another married guy, wanted to go to a strip club. It's a place called the Brass Rail. It's very famous, I uh-huh. guess. And we go there, and of course, he gets me a dance. And so the private room wasn't that, I think there was another level of private. Right. But this was like a back room that had partitions. Mm-hmm. It was kind of open, but you go and you sit like in your partition, and then they put like a bandana over your lap. Right. So and I guess some, that's a barrier. if anybody were to come look, that they, you know, that there's a clear barrier between areas right. or whatever. But she just sat there and told me how she was like several Blackhawks private dancer when they yeah. came to town. Like that all the NHL guys came in there and had a grand old time. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. I was so not into it. And I think she, this woman was offended. She's like, why aren't you into this? I'm like, because I, yeah. I didn't want this to begin Sometimes with. they are. I'm like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend you, but this is just not my deal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she wasn't happy with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it's not my thing. That's okay. It's not Every my thing. Every pot has a lid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think you'd be a good stripper. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I um, think. Just because if it's mostly listening, <laughs> you love doing that shit You're very anyway. empathetic. <laughs> yeah, you ask a lot of questions. You'd be a great stripper. You do. Stripper. You're empathetic. Yeah. You're, you're For the guys that just want to talk. Yeah. You might also great. be a great therapist. Too. The Oasis guy, um, one stripper. So at the guy we were just talking about, um, I was with him and there was strippers involved, but not in a, in a bad way. It was for work. But um, the stripper said that she had, was his name Liam? One of the, oh, the guys. Yeah, from Oasis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And oh. he was just crying yes. to her about how he Gallagher. lost all his money. Oh. 
Yeah, I know. And she had to just listen to it. So that part I could probably do. Um, yeah. you have a stripper I'm clumsy, name? though. You I'm very a, clumsy. A stripper name? Um, I don't know. What would my stripper name be? I don't know. I forget. What is, what your, is, porn, what is your porn it's star your, name? It's your, your first pet and or it's street your, it's you your street name? name? Yeah. I so I'd be Truffles was... Truffles Del Campo. <laughs> I thought it was your Oh, that I was thought a it was your mom's name. maiden name. Oh, something, yeah. Oh, Truffles God. Del Campo. Truffles. Truffles. Yeah, my Truffles. first name would be Lucky. <laughs> was that a dog? A no, that was my mom's cat. Uh. <laughs> it was a mean-ass cat, too. I was little. Didn't like me. Aww. Truffles. Yeah, Truffles was the... We had Katie, the schnauzer, was very nice, and Truffles, the cat, was I not like nice. I like when you guys give your pets human names. You do. I yeah. love it. I don't know where Truffles came from, but anyway. Yeah, yeah Truffles, the cat. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm going to go strip now. Yeah. <laughs> well, BRB. see... Yeah, is this I'd your first tangent? You. You've been I'd on the tangent before? Yeah, I've been on the yeah, tangent remember? before. Yeah, remember? She swore the last time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was like a, it's a hit. People Everyone, are freaking yeah. out over that F-bomb. Got it's a tweet a, yesterday about they? it, too. Yeah. It's a true, oh, yeah, I saw that. It's a yeah. true tangent. Indeed. We've gone all over the place. Just say fuck one time for posterity. Motherfucker. Yeah! Hey. Oh. And on that note... <laughs> I always swear, though. That's the thing. But I feel we're doing it on a mic. We bid you farewell. Take care of yourselves and each other. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.